test, test, test. Here we go. You're listening to The Ranked Podcast, where your hosts, Nick Norris, Aaron Patterson, and Justin Knight, are on the hunt for the most iconic year in sports history. It's 1980. People love the 80s. They're like, ah, I love the 80s. Optimus Prime and Ninja Turtles and Terminator. I'll take me back. I've never heard one person say that specific sentence ever. Oh, really? (laughs) Hey, 80s were a great time. Yeah, Justin was there. He remembers. (laughs) Yeah. What was your favorite memory from the 80s, Justin? Well, I would have been uh, 20... Five. <laughs> we established last year. I mean, last week you're 36 in 1991. So um, I'd probably say the Royals winning the World Series. I think they won in '85. I mean, it's been a long time, so it's it's okay if you made a small no, mistake. That, well, I mean, they won in 2015 as well, but they won their first one in '85, I think. Do you think though that we're gonna look back kind of with that that same? Uh, uh, sort of lens on the 2000s. Like, what are we, what are we gonna look back on? We didn't really have any kind of iconic stuff like the 80s. I feel like, like think about all the big 80s movies. You had like Ghostbusters and probably yeah. What else came out in the 80s? I mean, a lot of good music from the 80s. Yeah, like what movies did we have? We had like the one where John Travolta was a dog. Was that Bolt? We have we have Shrek. We had Shrek. That was a big one. Yeah, Shrek yeah. is a big one now. That, yeah, was, a, that was great. Gotta give credit where credit is due. Uh, Cat in the Hat. Cat in the Hat, yeah. That's another good one. What was our version of like Dungeons right. and Dragons? I mean, I guess it's Xbox. I don't Yeah. Ark. <laughs> I feel like the 2000s was just parents being depressed over 9-11 and war and oh my, economic oh my collapse. Gosh. And where it's all like, oh, I guess we'll go play in our room. Play PlayStation. Anyway, hi everyone. Welcome to episode three of the Rank Podcast. <laughs> what, a, what a turn. Well, let me paint you a picture, guys, of the year 1980. Let's let's look at what was going on. Jimmy Carter, he's president, at least for most of 1980. Uh, China's population hits one billion for the first time. Mm. Apple hits the stock market market for the first time. <laughs> market. Pink Floyd's The Wall <laughs> hits number one. A bullet hits John Lennon. And uh, John Wayne Gacy gets the death penalty for being a serial killer clown. Oh. Also, shoulder pads and hair crimping. It's all over the place. You can't you can't ignore it. It's everywhere. Speaking of sports, though, we had two uh, sports movies released that year. Uh, tell me if either of you have seen either of these. We had The uh, Raging Bull and we had Caddyshack. Mm, Caddyshack's a classic. I've seen Caddyshack. I don't think I've seen Raging Bull. Yeah, I hadn't seen Raging Bull. Isn't uh, what's his name in it? Um, Robert De Niro. Uh, maybe. It's, possible. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's a good possibility. Yeah. <laughs> Somebody had to been in it, so sure. Um, I mean, hey, you don't have to pay. You don't have to patronize me, okay? <laughs> That's what I'm best at. Uh, well, let's get into the meat of this year then. Let's see how this one holds up against what have we done so far, 2016 and 1991. So 
I'll start us off here in January. Uh, this is a big moment. On January 20th, uh, President Jimmy Carter announces a U.S. boycott of the Olympics in Moscow uh, because Russia were the bad guys in the 80s. They're kind of the bad guys again, aren't they? Maybe. Hey, don't say that too loud. They're going to come after you. <laughs> I'd rather if they didn't. Uh, on that same day, Pittsburgh Steelers beat the L.A. Rams to win Super Bowl whatever year that was. And Terry Bradshaw was the quarterback. <laughs> Pretty sure that's 15. Is that maybe? 15? No, 14. Uh, no, what is that? 14. Uh, 14. That's, that's 14, 14. Yeah. yeah. I'm not good with yeah. Roman numerals. And uh, nine days... I don't days, think you're good with numbers in general. I'm, I'm really not good with much at all. It's supposed to be quite simple. Uh, on January 29th, the Cavs beat the Lakers 154 to 153 in quadruple overtime. So that's uh, mm. that, that's a normal game nowadays. Yeah, yeah. Well, what you got for us for February, Justin? Okay, so uh, February 3rd. Um, is this Larry with two A's? Larry? That'd be a typo. Yeah. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> Larry. All right, well, Larry Holmes. Uh, he uh, TKOs Lorenzo Holmes. I really, I guess, are they related? I mean, I don't really know these guys. Um, and six rounds for the heavyweight boxing title. I think that Larry um, was Lorenzo's six. mom, if I remember correctly. So that makes. <laughs> oh wow! Okay. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so the okay, interesting. So on that same day. Uh, you had the 30th NBA All-Star Game. East beat the West, 144-136. So some famous players. They had Kareem Abdul-Jabbar playing in the West. Uh, Magic Johnson. Uh, you had, let's see, for the East, you had Moses Malone and Larry Bird, Julius Irvin. Uh, some big names. So those are some well-known players. Yeah, so I can see why the East won. They, I, I'd say they probably had a better team. Let's see. February seventeenth, Buddy Baker. He won the twenty-second Daytona Five Hundred. Another big name. Congratulations to Buddy. Congratulations yeah, to on Buddy. your your win forty years ago. To this. Yeah. Yes. Good on him. Well, I mean, he might be listening to this. So I would bet that he, he was. Might. Yeah, if he's alive, which he probably he might is. Have, yeah. <laughs> I I don't know. I'd have to look that up. <laughs> Uh, February 19th, Washington beat Montreal 3-1 to end the Canadiens' 34-game unbeaten streak against the Capitals. The Caps 0-32-2 against Montreal since entering NHL in 1974. Yikes. Oof. Is that still the same record as today? So they, have, they don't have one win against No, them? I think that was up to that point. Yeah. So okay. Maybe. Yeah, Oof. and that's that, that was sucks. the streak up until that game. Mm. Yeah. It's a long time. Um, and then February 22nd, so one of the biggest sports moments in American history. You want to guess what it is? Uh, would this be um, when Shaq did the movie Still? Yes. Great. Spot on. Yeah. <laughs> that was fantastic. <laughs> um, actually, no. Um, I wish it was, but it's not. It's uh, the Miracle on Ice. So the U.S. hockey team beat the heavily favored Soviet Union, 4-3, at, what is this, Lake Placid, and one of the biggest upsets in Olympic history. So, of course, this was huge because you saw the Cold War going on. So, it doesn't get a you know, bigger matchup than this yeah. in a Olympic final. Plus, like we said um, earlier, so end, well, Americans were skipping out this was the actually, Olympics, So, this was like yeah, kind of this the was, last chance for these two to face each other. And this was a semifinal game, right? Yeah, it was. It wasn't the final. Uh, I can't remember if yeah. it was a semifinal or right before. That. I think it was semifinal because, 
Yeah, because then they beat somebody else in the final, like because they ended up winning gold. Right. So yeah, that was you know probably when you think of Olympics, one of the biggest moments. You probably got to think about that. It's probably one of the biggest sports moments of all time, if not the biggest American yeah. sports moment of all time. This is something that people still yeah. talk about. I mean, there's movies about it. And... Yeah, I mean, when you just think about because I mean the Soviet Union, you know, dominated. You know, I would think they'd probably dominate hockey, and they probably did for a pretty good while. Even to this day, they're still very good. Um, so yeah, and especially with everything going on, that was, you know, you ain't gonna see a bigger win than that. Yeah, no, they were. Yeah, the Soviet Union was expected to win this, and yeah, so th- that yep. was that was crazy. I mean, people, yeah, you know, people still talk about it. You can go and they play this like on cable pretty often. Like it's it's a big deal. Uh-huh. You don't really see that for you know a game forty years ago still play on cable pretty yeah. often but uh pretty cool that's a huge moment that we're definitely gonna have to factor in when ranking this uh this year Aaron what do you have for us starting in yeah. April here uh the 44th masters okay it was won by 23 year old Spaniard Cede Balatros yeah, I'm sure good. I said that yeah. Well, no, you sound like a bit of a Spaniard yourself. Um, you got the you got the <laughs> the pronunciation know, I do what down I can. Pat, so that's great. You know, I got the audios at the end of every episode. <laughs> yeah, so. you do, yeah. uh, he wins his first Masters. He was four strokes ahead of Jack Newton and what I'm probably going to name my child, um, Gibby Gilbert. <laughs> mm, that's a good name. Because I I honestly can't think of a better name. No. Um, speaking of wait, when was what is Gibby from? iCarly or something? Yeah. Oh uh, yeah, yeah. Was that is that from the two thousands? Does yes. that go back to your yeah. original? Yeah, There you go. Uh-huh. Uh, I know something from this day since I'm now. Speaking of the two thousands, I'm not going to do that math. Probably fifty something. <laughs> speaking of the two thousands, uh, quick plug for next week. <laughs> I think next week we're going to do the year two thousand three, which. Uh, May or hey. may not be one of the most cursed years in uh, sports history. So I'm looking forward to that one as well. So come mm. back next week for that episode. So I'm going to go ahead and rank it a 95. <laughs> oh, my gosh. <laughs> uh, on April 25, on t- April 25th, A's manager Billy Martin was restrained by umpires for attacking a fan. That's great. Yeah, That was pretty... Yeah, I would love to see actual footage of that because I don't think I have. Uh, yeah, yeah no... I- I, I do. I, I think I'm gonna go. I've never watched it either. This is something I just kind of saw, and it wasn't like really. It was just kind of like a footnote when I was kind of researching for this episode, and I was like, "I'm putting this in just to look it up later." <laughs> That's have we? Have, That's some of the best uh, things to watch. Is just like complications of coaches just getting absolutely crazy. And like the who's a basketball coach? Like threw the chair across the yeah. court. Oh, Bob Knight. Um, just uh, the baseball coach stealing the base, just all those. Yeah, legendary. and that was, I think that baseball coach, he was uh, minor league for like the Braves. Oregon. It was like the Mississippi Braves or something. And, yeah, well, I, I just out. love watching And those. for us, you know, we're all kind of, <laughs> but, uh, we're all kind of s- spread out across the Birmingham central expanded area. But, you know, in Jasper, when it was, you know, when Walker High School was Walker High School, they, of course, had the uh, big brawl. Uh, who was that? But What teams was that between, Aaron? Do you remember? 
Uh, Walker and Coleman. It's a big rivalry. And at the end of the game, one of the coaches punched the other coach. It was pretty yeah. awesome. Yeah, like a whole team fight broke out. Like the coaches were fired. It was, it was like a national headline. It was awesome. Yeah. It was awesome. Uh, May 16th, we had a wild NBA finals between the Lakers and the 76ers. Um, trailing 3-2 and now in game 6 Magic Johnson started at center and Kareem Abdul-Jabbar was out with a sprained ankle from the last game but Magic finished with 42 points 15 rebounds, 7 assists 3 steals and a block and the Lakers would go on to win This is uh, Magic Johnson's like peak night I mean this is when people talk about Magic Johnson this is kind of the day they go to this game uh it was so crucial, obviously. You had the, the finals on the line. Your main guy is out, so you, you just slide Magic Johnson into that spot at center. And, uh, yeah, just talking about, you know, for the Lakers, which is the biggest franchise in NBA history, and then, of course, one of their biggest players ever, Magic Johnson. This, I mean, that that's a pretty iconic moment, too. So that's it's going to be a big one to, to uh, factor in at the end also. But regardless, Larry Bird beats him out for the NBA Rookie of the Year. I mean, if, if somebody's going to beat him out, I guess Larry Bird makes sense. So, uh, Well, for June, uh, June 3rd, the New York Mets draft Daryl Strawberry. It's uh, another big name there. Of course, he's from Simpsons fame. If you've ever watched the episode where Homer puts together a baseball team. I think he gets like re- toxic radiation <laughs> yeah. poisoning and his head grows like <laughs> normal size. Amazing. Uh, but of course, I'm, I'm, you know, huge prolific ball player. Uh, then, of course, we had boxer Roberto Duran takes uh, WBC welterweight title from Sugar Ray Leonard at Olympic Stadium in Montreal by unanimous points decision on June 20th. And uh, just a few months later on October 2nd, 38-year-old Muhammad Ali comes out of two-year retirement to challenge the undefeated world heavyweight champion Larry Holmes at Caesars Palace, Las Vegas. Ali pounded unmercifully for 10 rounds before corner throws in the towel. Oh, my goodness. Uh, which that was also just a huge moment for him to come in out of retirement, challenge this, uh, you know, Larry Holmes and just whoop on him. Uh so, big stuff so far. Uh, Justin, what you got to uh, close out the year for us? Okay, so November 15th, uh, the probably, probably the most well-known racer of all time, Dale Earnhardt, wins the, uh, the NASCAR Cup for that year. So the whole cup, I guess they still, yeah, the Sprint Cup for that season. So he was the NASCAR champion. They gave him the whole cup at the end. The whole cup, <laughs> not half a cup. They usually divide it up amongst the racers no, and no, give no. them each a slice. They got... Not, not a quarter cup. The whole cup. Yeah, good on him. Yeah, That's great. Yeah, great for him. Yeah. Uh, November twenty fifth, uh, Sugar Ray Leonard. He regains the WBC welterweight boxing crown when Roberto Duran. Uh, is it Duran or Duran? No, no. Quits in the eighth round of infamous No Mas. Fight of the Superdome, New Orleans. He got that back. Uh, he got that back pretty quickly. So he lost it at the beginning of the year, uh, and then got it back pretty pretty quick. It's, so good. Yeah, you don't good. you don't always see uh, rematches that close within the well, same year. Not anymore. Everybody they delay it now. Yeah. 
so November 29th, the 45th Iron Bowl, Alabama would win that one against Auburn, 34 to 18. Um, December 1st. Back when it was still at uh, in Legion Field as well. Yep, Legion Field. In the 80s. Yeah. Yep. Um, December 1st, you have the 46th Heisman Trophy Award. George Rogers, no idea who that is, but he was a <laughs> South Carolinian run, running back, so great. And then um, what all Georgia fans talk about, the 1980 National Championship. So that's Yuck. when they had the their well-known running back, Herschel Walker, who ended the season with 1,616 rushing yards on 274 carries. And fifteen touchdowns. So of course, this and this past was season, uh, they brought up their jerseys too. They had those special jerseys for that season as well. <laughs> so good for them. Good for them, I say. Yeah. Uh, and you mentioned not knowing uh, George Rogers from South Carolina, and that's you know, uh, it kind of is ironic because he's who kind of stole the a Heisman that year from Herschel Walker because. They wasn't mm. going to give it to a freshman back then, right? So uh, yeah. he had a more impressive resume, but they said, "Ah, oh, just give it to uh to this older guy." Yeah, give and, it to uh, George. Nobody Rogers. remembers him, so yeah. <laughs> yeah, good on him. I'm sure he remembers his time. Oh, I yeah. mean, maybe not. Herschel Walker claims he doesn't remember much of his, so maybe <laughs> maybe he doesn't either. <laughs> uh, we had a big is. we had a big sports scandal in uh, 1980 as well. We had uh, Rosie Ruse's boston marathon scandal um so uh rosie at first seemed to be the clear victor of the boston marathon and not by a little amount she was way ahead of the pack yet uh later witnesses and different testimonies came forward and uh finally her admittance clarified it as well that she had in fact not run the course and instead taken a gigantic shortcut to finish the race uh (laughs) though this obviously wasn't a big sporting event compared to some others that year uh, it still kind of shocked the sporting world that this could have gone uh, just like unnoticed, uh, and it wasn't hard for her to do. She just kind of cut out, took a different path, and jumped back in at the right before the finale, so which is just insane. How'd, how'd they end up finding out? Did she come out and say that she cheated? Yeah. So some some people, you know, there's obviously some witnesses, and they kind of started. Yeah, that's speaking my to thing. Is news. how did she think? No one would see. <laughs> yeah, no one see. <laughs> I think she thought. I didn't. Th- I think this is a thing that she didn't think she'd get away with it. She was like, "I'll just try, and we'll see what happens." And so people started coming out and talking about it. And then at, after a while, she was just like, "Yeah, I did it. Whatever." <laughs> so pretty great. Uh, pretty good stuff. Uh, Aaron, I believe you've got some uh, some interesting records and stats maybe for us from this year. Is that right? Uh, that depends how nicely you ask me. <laughs> Aaron, if, if it's not too much trouble, would you mind uh, sharing oh, with everyone? Sure. Okay, great. I'm going to go through these really quick because uh, there's quite a few stats, and I've got two technically records, I guess. Okay. But on February 8th, Rick Barry of Houston, small forward, he became the first in the NBA to score eight three-pointers in a game. Nice. Uh, future Hall of Fa- Hockey Hall of Famer, uh, Gordy Howe scores his third scores in the third period to become the first NHL player to score 800 career goals as nice. Hartford Whalers beat the St. Louis Blues three to nothing. That's more than I've got, so good on him. I reckon yeah. on April 2nd, when Gretzky scores 
for the Edmonton in a one-on-one tie with the Minnesota North Stars to become the youngest player to reach 50 goals at 19 years and two months of age. And on the same day, Montreal's right wing Guy Lafleur scores twice to become the first player in NHL history to record six straight 50 goal seasons as the Canadians beat the Red Wings 7-2 at Detroit. We got a lot of firsts uh, this year. Yeah, and a lot of hockey too. Yeah. Uh, the Giants' first baseman Willie McCovey McCovey hits his five, 521st and final home run. That's depressing. <laughs> I don't know why <laughs> he had to add that. Yeah. Uh, Pete Rose <laughs> was 39 and still second, third, and home in one inning for the Phillies, which is pretty wild. Yeah. I also just want to take a moment and apologize for my audio uh, for the entirety of this podcast. I've got to find a chair that does not squeak. So if you've been hearing that the whole time, that's what that's, that is. I thought that was in your throat this whole time. That's great to clear up. Yeah. So. No, it's just it's just my chair. It <laughs> sounds horrible. Uh, June 1st, um, Steve Garvey hits a 7,000 or hits the 7,000. I was going to be really impressed. No, he hits the 7,000th uh, home run for the Brooklyn slash LA Dodgers. Um, and that's all of that I have, but I've got two other records, I guess you'd say, and that would be the first solo summit of Mount Everest was in 1990 by Reinhold Messner, I believe is how you say it, who's Italian. He achieves the first solo summit of Mount Everest on August 20th. It takes him three days to make the ascent from 21,300 25 feet a climb made all the more difficult by the fact he did it without any bottled oxygen oh my goodness wow is that something that either of you have any interest in doing would you like to say that you've climbed mount everest i mean it would be pretty awesome to say i will say that but i don't know i think it'd be a pretty cool experience but i don't know if i i mean you got to be in great shape yeah to be able to do something like that i just don't think i have any Um, interest i don't know um, I always thought it would be cool until I learned that there's like a part of the mountain that's just full of dead bodies of people who've yeah, attempted. Mm. That's true. Yeah, yeah, it's just littered with dead people. Well, it's called Terrifying. something. It has a name. It's called Dead People yeah. Mountain, I think. It's... <laughs> <laughs> it's something generic, but I don't think it's like Death okay. Valley or anything like that. Okay. It's something like that. <laughs> Maybe not. Yeah. Someone looked that up. Okay. Um, yeah, look it up while I'm reading this. So this is pretty wild that I had no clue uh, happened, and probably a lot of people don't because I guess it's not that big of a deal now. I didn't check the current records, but um, most swimming fans... It's a little article, so I'm just going to read the whole thing. Most swimming fans consider it a historic honor to witness in person. Never mind, I'm not reading that part. In one day, April 10th, 1986, American swimmers set seven world records in the 50-meter freestyle in an explosion of speed unlike anything before it so in one day there was seven records wow that's impressive set by six people that's yeah that's pretty big too Uh, because it was a one day it was a relatively new event for the olympics Ah. so they added the 50 meter meter uh whatever it was 50 meter freestyle Well, I've got the answer here to the uh, the Mount Everest question you said. So the area above 8,000 meters, 
is called the Death Zone and is also known as Everest mm. Graveyard. So that's, uh, mm. yeah. Uh, Lak, Lak, I'm, I'm going to butcher this name. Lakpa Sherpa said that she saw seven dead bodies on her latest 2018 summit. Oh, my god. One gosh. whose hair was still blowing in the wind. Mm. Uh, I've heard oh, there was yeah. a lot more. Ilya Seleki yeah. recalls hundreds of people climbing over the body of a, dis- of a recently deceased climber. That is terrifying. Yeah, mm. no, no good. Yeah, yeah, it's not great. Well, thank you, Aaron. Some of not, those uh, not great rookies. at no, all. not even ideal. Some would say. Uh, but Justin, do you have some uh, some big uh, birthdays and deaths that happened in 1980? Speaking of deaths. All right. Uh, so in 1980, one of the most uh, probably well-known Olympic athletes of all time, uh, Jesse Owens. He died of lung cancer at the age of 66. Um, I'm pretty sure it was either night. It was 1936 or 38 that he won gold in uh when they had the Olympics in Nazi yeah, Germany. Alabama's so that own, was right? one of Is the. He from Alabama. I think so. Um, I I'm not quite sure though. Um, but uh, yeah, that's one of the more well-known Olympic. Another you know big Olympic moment is uh, when he won gold in uh, Nazi Germany, uh, and then some well-known people that were born 1980. Um, I. I'm going to try to say his name the best I can. Ro, Ronaldinho. Uh, he was uh, born, famous Brazilian soccer player. Um, soccer player Abby Wambach was born. Uh, tennis star Venus Williams. She was born that year as well. And then um, I'm going to go ahead and say it. I didn't write what was written here, but uh, NFL uh, QB and <laughs> dogfighter Michael Vick was born in 1980. Jeez. So, um, I didn't write that. I'm just. Um, yeah, I'm I did. I wrote. Well, I mean, it's not I like think, it's. It, a, I think we can call him that without. It's slander. not like it's a controversial thing. He was literally yeah, convicted. So we can say that. It's like if you're convicted of murder, so we can. Uh, I mean, it's not like being a murder, but it's like you're able to say it once they're convicted. So, uh, yeah, good on. Yeah. Him. Uh, that's some big names, Jesse Owens, yeah, particularly. Uh, yeah. Aaron, do you have some uh, interesting inventions from the year 1980? <laughs> um, yeah, not as interesting as I would have liked, but I'm going to go through them anyways. Uh, if I can get to the right page, here we go. It was the uh, first year Rubik's Cubes were um, available to buy. Uh, same with sticky notes. They were tested for a while as... See, a funny that, name, which I do not have right now, for some reason. I mean, reason. It's, imagine just, I mean, Sticky Note, you think, well, I could come up with that. I mean, this guy's made, you know, who knows how much he ended up making from Sticky Notes and oh, still yeah. makes it to this day. Huge. Just off of simple, something oh, simple they were as called, that. Well, it said they had one other name, but I don't remember what it was. It was something to do with the shape of it being a square, but I don't remember what it was. But they were originally called in stores press and peel. Oh. Which I think is kind of weird because I don't feel like you really have to press on them to peel them. I think you no. just have to no. get under them. Yeah. Peel them up. Yeah, so now it's they're known as sticky notes. Yeah, so sticky notes flows better too. Yeah, it does. Uh, it was the first year for the Sony Walkman. It was uh, released in the UK and the US. Um, that's Big that's Lee big. Chew. Yeah, that's a big deal. 
big league big to you is big for sports. Uh, I'd, I'd yeah, count that is. into the sports factor. Yeah. yeah, that's probably the most relevant to the shoe. Um, the infamous McChicken. The mm. McChicken. Y'all like a McChicken? Y'all fans? Uh, no. I don't think I've ever had a McChicken. I'm not big on them. They're okay. Hey, you know what? i tell you what I found out today, which I didn't really realize this. Um, y'all know when Chick-fil-A was first opened? No. Uh, 1946. No way. Really? Yeah. yeah, it's really old because they didn't serve chicken at first. It, it used it's, to be um, it used to be a diner. Yeah. Okay. It's older than McDonald's. Wow, I did not know they that. Didn't, I would have guessed they didn't like serve chicken for thing. like yeah. I don't know, like 30 years or something. Yeah. Wow. Huh. Well, that's pretty. They cool. first started serving the chick uh, Chick Fil A sandwich in 1964. Hmm. Yeah, I didn't realize it was that old. Where's your favorite chicken sandwich at? In the chicken sandwich oh, Chick-fil- wars. Chick-fil-A. Chick-fil-A. Easily. I still quite like the Popeyes, but uh, I think the Chick-fil-A is more consistently good. I think the Popeye sandwiches mm-hmm. are a bit hit and miss. So. Yeah, I'm going to yep. go with Chick-fil-A too. And I think uh, I've tried KFCs. I think I've tried everywhere. Everywhere's now. now um, uh, did you know Zach- Buffalo Wild Wings has a new one? Oh, no, no I didn't. It's awful. Mm, I'm not surprised. And it's the most expensive one. Well, Buffalo Wild Wings, if you want to sponsor us, we'll change our mind on that. But for now, <laughs> we're not a fan of your work, at least in the chicken sandwich uh, war. Yeah. Well, let's wrap this episode up with uh, our weekly weird news from the year we covered. Oh, I so, didn't get to say uh, Pac-Man. Oh, I'm sorry. Pac-Man, that's huge. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah, that is huge. That's why that's I saved huge it. for video and games. I was rudely interrupted. <laughs> mm. <laughs> I'm sorry. My mistake. And, I mean, if you're talking about, you know, if you consider esports a sport, then that's uh, huge for that branch of gaming or as, as sports as well. So, uh, pretty cool. I love Pac-Man. Love me some Pac-Man. But to wrap us up for the weird news of the week, uh, in 1980, we had a story that was uh, dubbed Leonardo de Tonel. Oh, this, gosh. This happened in March of 1980. And I'll just read you the uh, the synopsis here I have of the, uh, the story. Multiple female students at Southern California University complained that someone had quietly and sneakily painted their toenails as they were studying in the library. <laughs> police, police dubbed the perpetrator. Okay, if they're in the library, then I say it's fine. They should be more aware. <laughs> yeah, how in the world do you let that, that happen? Yeah. yeah. Well, they could have been, you know, and then into a book, just really involved and not noticed. I don't think anyone is into a book that much. Yeah. Unless you're just, you know, completely off the rail. You're just high as can be. I mean, how do you not? Someone's painting on your toes. Well, it's 1980. We can't rule that that out. Yeah. yeah. That's, That's a, a good, good point. Uh, police dubbed the perpetrator Leonardo de Tonel. Uh, a man was eventually <laughs> apprehended carrying 15 bottles of fingernail polish, but they had to let him go because they didn't catch him yeah. in the act. Uh, unable you to. Can't, what, what are you gonna? What are you gonna book him on? Painting somebody's toe? I mean, what is that? Uh, what are you gonna book him on? I don't know. I'm not sure. Well, I, Invasion I of privacy. Uh, he probably wasn't allowed to touch touch them at all. So <laughs> yeah. I, I'm, I'm, I'm not doubting that there's something there. Yeah. yeah. Um, unable to stop himself though the same guy was caught painting women's toenails again the following year 
and this time was ordered to a hearing at the city attorney's office, but he never showed and was never seen again. Oh he got away with it. What? The perfect crime. Yeah. So this is almost never like... never seen again? Yeah. All he had to do was like move states. I mean, no one's going to go after this guy. No. But you know if he got caught once and then went for the second time, he's absolutely painted someone's toenails again. Oh, You yeah. don't just yeah. stop that. He's probably been doing it for 40 years now. Yeah. He's probably still doing it to this day. It's weird. There's some lady on the internet somewhere that has a blog that's been writing about it. Like, no one's looking into my case or anything. Like, she just doesn't know about this from 1980. Yeah. And she just thinks no one believes her. And this psycho's just out there doing it. Well, tune in to our upcoming spinoff uh, podcast, True Crime, The Story of the Toenail Painter. So we'll be doing that. Uh, yeah, we're going to get we're to the bottom of this. <laughs> But guys, I think that wraps up the show, which means it's time for us to rank 1980. Uh, if you'll give me a second, I'll pull up what we've ranked so far. Um, so far, 2016 is leading the way. We bumped up their ranking last week because we were afraid we wouldn't find anything uh, for a while as high as it. But I think this might be uh, this might be even bigger. So we gave 2016 a 91. We gave 1991 a 72. This is certainly bigger than 1991, right? I mean, some big stuff happened this Mm -hmm. year. We had Miracle on Ice. We had uh, a ton of boxing stuff. (laughs) We had uh, a ton of records broken. We had Magic Johnson's night. I mean, there's we've already listed it. We'll have to keep going. But uh, would you put this above 2016, do you think? No. I'm going to give... I'm gonna give it a 92. I'm gonna. I was gonna say a 93. I think it's a. I think it's slightly above 2016 in my opinion. Well, what are you gonna give oh, it? Yeah. Uh, there, Aaron. Uh, I would have gone with like a, a low 80s. <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> well, I mean that's still 10 above our last one, so I, I feel like that's. I'm just putting. It's reasonable. I'm putting a lot of weight on the Miracle on Ice too. I mean that's. Yeah, I feel like I feel like you're putting too much weight. Is my opinion? Maybe so. Well, that's why we got. It was one instance. It's good. It's good that we to disagree. We don't need to agree on every single one of them. So throw us out a number, Aaron. We'll we'll do the average as we always do. I would have gone like an eighty-four. Eighty-four, ninety-three, and a ninety-two. What's that average? We don't. That is a 89.6, so a 90. 90. So it is one behind 2016. 2016 is still the leader for now. So by one. For now. Uh, well, great. That was a good year. So next year, we'll come back. We're going to do uh, 2003. Britney Spears will be huge, probably. Mm. What else? Oh, we'll I, talk I about guess. It. So come. That's Bobby shaming, Nicholas. Oh, not physically huge. <laughs> she was <laughs> she was quite quite slender from memory. Yeah, but good honor. Well, all right. Uh, thank you guys for listening. We will be back next week. Adios. See you later. Test, test, test. Here we go. You've been listening to Ranked, the most iconic year in sports history. Please remember to like and subscribe.